When you know what you stand for, you don't need to compete. Bernadette Jaiwa has written half a dozen extraordinary books that humanize the too often industrialized craft of marketing. In Story Driven, she makes it clear that if we merely try to fill a hole in the market, we're doomed to a cycle of rearview mirror behavior. We're nothing but a commodity in the making, always wary of our competition. We have no choice but to be driven by scarcity focused on maintaining or perhaps slightly increasing our market share. The alternative is to find and build and earn your story, the arc of the change you seek to produce. This is a generative posture, one based on possibility, not scarcity. Now that you've chosen your audience, where do you want to take them? Bernadette shares 10 things that good stories do. If the story you're telling yourself and others doesn't do these things for you, you might need to dig deeper and find a better story, one that's more true and more effective. Good stories connect us to our purpose and vision for our career or business. Good stories allow us to celebrate our strengths by remembering how we got from there to here. Good stories deepen our understanding of our unique value and what differentiates us in the marketplace. Good stories reinforce our core values. Good stories help us to act in alignment and make value-based decisions. Good stories encourage us to respond to customers instead of react to the marketplace. Good stories attract customers who want to support businesses that reflect or represent their values. Good stories build brand loyalty and give customers a story to tell. Good stories attract the kind of like-minded employees we want. And good stories help us to stay motivated and continue to do the work we're proud of. But your story is a hook. Once you're on it, once you claim a story, once you commit to wanting to help people change, to take them on a journey from here to there, you're on the hook. On the hook to deliver. On the hook for what happens next. Is it any wonder we prefer to make average stuff for average people if all you do is offer an alternative that's low risk path, take it or leave it? On the other hand, great marketing is the generous and audacious work of saying, I see a better alternative, come with me. That's a great passage from This Is Marketing by Seth Godin. I'm Andy Rowe, and this is the Rebel Rowe Podcast, Episode 2. So this week on the podcast, I'm going to talk about um, some of the ideas I've been having this week. Um, why I feel that I, I have the the experience to be able to communicate and add value to you to you guys listening, um, and some of the not just the ideas I've been creating and putting out there via podcast, via Twitter, via my blog, but also what am I consuming? What am I consuming from culture in terms of music, in terms of podcasts, in terms of books, and of course how these these things will help you. Um, the, the point of of creating anything like this I think is not just telling you what I think and be careful that it becomes some sort of preacher but also to to talk about from my experience what's helped me um through through music through art through culture so I started the podcast today with um, a reading from a book by someone called Seth Goding that's Seth spelled obviously uh g-o-d-i-n um one way to find Seth online is to just type Seth into Google. He has the, one of the most popular blogs in the world. Um, 
I think he's been doing it every day for about 12 years, hasn't, hasn't missed a day. Um, sometimes longer bits of bits of work, but sometimes quite to the point. So something definitely to go and subscribe to. Um, I found him over the last a couple of years on Tim Ferriss podcasts like that. And the book I was reading from was This Is Marketing. But I guess why I really like Seth Godin from the other books I've read is, to my mind, it, it reads like a punk rock record. It's kind of lots of ideas coming at you very quickly. And I really like that, that you can get through a book in in one sitting get through books really quickly and they're quite good ideas to pick up but it comes at you bish bash bash all the time and i really like that the reason i picked that particular passage was it's about stories and i've been thinking a lot about story and storytelling um this week and what i like about it is it is it kind of talks about creating your own story and the story of for yourself but the story that others see of you um and once you feel quite comfortable that you've created a story and then says you're stuck with that you're on the hook um so then you have to it, it, do what you've said so the reason when you create your own story it has to be what you really think and what you really believe because the future of your of everything you put out there will be based on that story and people will be pretty quick to point out where you're not in line with with the story you're telling the world this is what i wrote on stories um at four o'clock this morning i have my story to tell and you have your story to tell. Others, if so inclined, will tell your story for you to justify their actions. But the cliche I believe is true, that actions speak louder than words, means that you can always own your own story by taking accountability for the way you act every day. Those that wish to weave your story for you from half-truths, whispers and assumptions are subject to that same truthful cliche. So a few a few further thoughts on stories. Um, I believe that everything great that's created um, has always got a great story. Be that your favourite movies, um, great singles and albums and records, uh, and of course the obvious one being books. Um, stories also at the heart of religions, and I guess that where I started this podcast is through marketing and your business and brand and suddenly we find ourselves at a point where I believe that experience in retail but experience in culture starts to come together and make one solid um, way of thinking around stories and how people believe in a story and, and truth and that's how if brands think about that they can really pull people into their story. So here's a podcast there's a podcast that I started listening to this week um, that got me really excited around this subject that was in my mind anyway. And the podcast is Broken Record. Um, you can hear it on most most places where you would listen to podcasts. Um, it's Malcolm Gladwell and Rick Rubin. So Malcolm Gladwell, many of you will know from his books, uh, Outliers, uh, and several others. And Rick Rubin is probably the one of the most well-known music producers in history from Beastie Boys through Slayer to Johnny Cash um, and their podcast is really really interesting in terms of talking to songwriters, uh, talking to musicians, talking to producers and it's so about the story of the records that it made me go back and start listening to some of those albums. Um, some, some I know, some I don't so all of a sudden uh, I was up till one o'clock in the morning listening to Beastie Boys albums that I'd never given a chance. And I just find that really exciting. 
And I guess ultimately, um, owning your own story, understanding your own story is self-awareness and self-awareness as a, as a value, as a skill is really important to leadership. Also, if you want to understand, um, your life and where you're going, and I would, it's not easy, but I would, I would recommend to anyone, um, who's trying to, trying to find their way is to try to understand your story, try to write your story. So you understand who you are and what happiness looks like to you. Um, to some people that could be that I work nine to five and get pissed up on the weekends to some people that could be, I want loads of money. Some people could be, I don't need any money. I have friends and family and I'm happy. Um, but self-awareness about who you are, um, is a pretty important thing to work on. I believe the other idea that's constantly in my mind is the idea of balance and duality of, of everything. Um, there's a dichotomy at the heart of everything, I believe. Um, so I made a few notes on this, that the balance is simple, but not easy. Each of us must find a way as an individual to have our own opinions and definitions of success and happiness that we manage to live without judgment of ourselves or others. As people, we will find groups or tribes that feel mostly in line with what we're thinking. The group must understand that although we are a collective tribe, your individuality is precious to your own definitions of success and happiness and not attempt to shut it down or judge you. Anything that goes to the extreme becomes negative. So our part is to play the constant game of balance. This applies, I feel, to all groups, families, business, fans, political parties, uh, your, your mates down the boozer. Just the idea of thinking fast and slow. Um, thinking big and small, I think there's always that duality going on. I think Gary V, who some of you will know, will say, I'm always thinking in the clouds, but playing in the dirt. And the dirt is the practicality of the everyday grind of what you're doing, but you have a vision that's so big that it might take you 10 years to get there. So that's why you have to move fast, but with patience. So there we go. My brain feels a little clearer. There's episode two of the podcast coming coming to an end. Um, it'd be really great. You can you can find me, Andy Rowe, on Twitter if you want to tweet me, or you can find me on Instagram, uh, Rebel Row One Two Three. I will always end these podcasts with some recommendations um, outside what I already mentioned already in terms of Seth Godin or the Broken Record podcast. The book I got for, for Christmas I'm looking forward to reading is uh, The Perils of Perception by Bobby Duffy, Why We're Wrong About Nearly Everything. And the album that I suggest you go and listen to is the, the album that just came out a few, a few months ago by Leonard Cohen. It came out to, it's come out two or three years after his death, uh, but a lot of the vocal tracks were taken from the sessions for his last album. It's called Thanks for the Dance, and the track Happens to the Heart is, it just left me speechless. The, just the poetry and the, the darkness of it, it's just, it's just phenomenal. So until episode three of the podcast, take care.